are back. Week eight. It's just moving along. We're going to look up, and it's going to be all gone. It's going to be January, and we're going to be sitting around. No fantasy football. <laughs> no football at all. I'll be going in with college basketball, of course. Sound man will just be, um, you know, not paying attention, of course. Uh, so let, let me, let's me start things off. Um, this is uh, What's the Line podcast presented by Annie Up Consulting. Um, just want to throw a few things out there before we really get into business. So if you're new to this podcast, um, basically we're based out of the DMV. Um, we're right now we're 65% uh, collectively against the spread for best bets. There is a uh, three. Is there three of us to give best? One, two, three, four. Total of four of us to give best bets. And uh, 65% against the spread right now collectively. Um, and we're just, we're the, we're the guys that are, um, you know, we're ahead of the market here. So we've been doing this for a while. We're looking for sponsors. If anyone is out there has got a sponsor for us, let us know. <laughs> let us know. We need sponsors. We need sponsors. So just want to throw that out there. Um, uh, one of our uh, co-founders, um, Keese. Papa Keese, uh, just officially a father. What was that Thursday? This past mm-hmm. Thursday. Uh, so congratulations to him. We want to obviously shout out our guy. Shout out Mama Rocks. Um, also, if you're listening today's Thursday when this is going to come out. So if you're listening today, uh, we are hosting a webinar uh, just for just. Well, I guess you probably wouldn't be listening, but uh, just for the the the, the simple simple simplicity simplicities simplicities. Of sports gambling, um, as far as just reading a spread, I know a lot of people reached out to me and just like I listen to the podcast, but like I have no idea what y'all are talking about. So like just being able to read a spread, uh, bankroll management, like you know, obviously uh, we don't want to go broke doing this, but you know, putting up a portion and you know not betting that that whole thing which you put up. So bankroll management, and then uh, we'll go over like what an over under is, team totals. Um, so we'll just go over like real sim- simplistic stuff to bet on. And then uh, we'll do another uh, webinar episode coming up, which will focus on uh, more of online betting, some of the more complex things that you can do. Um, all right. And last thing I want to say before we really get into the the grimy week eight dog days of the NFL is just, um, hey, if you listen, we got some people that listen every week, apparently. Uh, rate, subscribe. Let us, you know, let us know how you're <laughs> feeling about it. You know, I just kind of want to know. If you think we can do some things better, let me know. I'm, I'm now one of those people that are just going to be like, you know, who the hell are you? Um, I'm very open to new ideas. Uh, I'm sure Soundman is as well. And, um, yeah, here we go. Speaking of such, we got, um, let's let's introduce everybody in the building right now. <laughs> we got um, the hardest working guy in the business right oh, now. Man, you're too kind. Soundman. Yeah. How you feeling, Soundman? I'm all right. I'm here. I'm tired, but I'm all here. All right. He's tired. Let's make some noise with Soundman. We got to make some noise. <laughs> uh, to the left of me, we got a... Uh, Okay, that guy's okay. It's one of those days again. All right, what about? <laughs> all right, all right. Not that guy here. Not that guy just had a baby. So it's the dog days of the NFL. But we're here, sound man, once again. Mm. Um, double up, back to back, like we uh on the cover of um Lethal Weapon. So mm. it's all good. Maybe that um, maybe we could Photoshop that uh sound <laughs> man for the for the release. But uh, before we get into that, uh, yeah, it's time. It's go time. Week 8, Thursday Night Football. Let's get right into it, baby. Falcons at Panthers. Panthers favored by 2.5. Totals 49.5. Falcons, well, both teams coming off of L, right? Tough L and stretch. So, Mm. division game. Sam, how do you feel about this one? Uh, I'm going to 
preference this podcast by saying there's a lot of potential sound man specials out here this week in week eight. Starting it off right here with the Falcons. Ooh. I will feel like the, not even feel like the Falcons. I'm pretty sure these Falcons are probably gonna win. I think they are gonna play much harder. Um one of the more exciting games we saw last week obviously was them versus the Lions. Um they had it. They uh, definitely had it. They had it and just yet again some more Falcons um luck happened. I think there's something out there that like out of a game in which they have like a 98% chance of winning in the fourth quarter, um, they've allowed the team to win three times out of seven. So it's just like, what are you guys doing? People are still not, well, people are getting fired and stuff is still like going haywire. But one of the guys, I, I was watching this game, they were playing pretty hard. Like the defense was playing really good ball, really inspired football, and they right. just let it slip away at the end. So I think they come out and, you know, play harder than these Panthers, even though, again, you said, you know, they lost a, a tough one as well. But I just think the the Falcons want to win a football game more than these Panthers right now. So I'm going with the Falcons here. Yeah, so this is a like for you. Yes. All right. Like on the Falcons with Salman. Uh, I got to agree with Salman on this one. I like the Falcons as well. Um, I've announced a lot of times on this podcast I'm a Panthers fan, but um, I just think it's a you know tough spot for them. They can obviously the the, the Panthers have been pretty good offensively this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they're <laughs> um, 11th in passing yards per game right now, which is really crazy to me with Teddy uh, Teddy Checkdown. But um, he's been he's been airing it out this year. Mm-hmm. Let, let me let me let me correct myself. But the Teddy Checkdown just got a ring to it. I'm sorry, buddy. But, um, yeah, the, the the Falcons, I mean, I just feel like they can keep up offensively with the Panthers. And, like, Teddy Bridgewater, he is not perfect. Like, you know what I mean? I think that uh, this coordinator and this offense, Matt Rule, just been getting the most out of him. And, you know, that's kudos to them. I think they do an incredible job. But uh, the Falcons have been, you know, they have been putting a little more pep in their step under, uh, what's this guy, Raheem? Raheem uh, Moser. Raheem, no, his name is uh, not Raheem Moser. Some of the Raheem, uh, Raheem the Dream. Uh, we'll, we'll drop a radio Raheem for him, maybe. But um, they've been playing a little harder under him. Um, I have heard like people like Akeem Tlaib who played under him Morris. in Tampa. Uh, Raheem Morris, yes, yes, close, Raheem man. Morris. But um, people like Akeem Tlaib who played for him in Tampa, it was just like you know he's he is one of those coaches that you do want to play for. Um, maybe you know Dan Quinn just you know lost it, bro. People get tired of hearing the same message. So mm-hmm. um, I think the Falcons uh, are are in a good spot, and I think they can keep up with the Panthers. Uh, Panthers, you know, not great offensively as far as uh, I mean defensively. Uh, they're okay with stopping the pass, top ten, but um, allowing over 124 uh, rushing yards per game. So if you can get Gurley or the Brian Hills of the world going a little bit, play action open. And uh, they're dealing with some injuries right now. Rasul Butler, I think that's his name, Rasul Butler. Mm-hmm. He's uh he's on a COVID IR right now. They released <laughs> Eli Apple today. Um, so only corner there, and they, I think Dante Johnson's just been battling injury all year. So uh, you got some, you know, a lot of injuries in that that defensive backfield. So I think the Falcons take advantage with their their receivers and tight ends. So uh, yeah, we both like the Falcons on that one. Falcons plus two and a half. Could be a potential best bet and a Salman special. Um, <laughs> you think y'all uh, y'all run McCaffrey out there since he's off IR? No, no. I, th- I think I think the uh, you put too much into him to you know run it. You give him an extra ten days. I think you know, mm-hmm. and there's no real practice sure. this week. A lot of walkthroughs. But uh, Panthers seven and ten against the spread as a home fave since 2017. 
uh, 10 and 12 against the spread division games during that same span. Uh, Falcons sneaky good in stopping the run. Six overall in the league, uh, allowing uh, just under 93 yards uh, per game on the ground. So their defense uh, will stop the run. It's just going to be all Teddy. So, but we'll see. <laughs> their their passing yards per game. Anybody thirty first in the league for the Falcons. So we'll see how that one goes. Another division game: Patriots at Bills. Bills favored by what's the number right now? Is it three? Bills favored by three right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, totals forty four. Cam and his Patriots, man. Uh, Sam, how do you feel about this one? Uh, I think this is a. Um... Another bad spot for the Patriots. I think last week was a bad spot for them against a, a team that's kind of, you know, just wants to get back to, uh, you know, their last season's uh, abilities. Um, and again, I think this week you're playing against a team that kind of wants to get back to the way that they were playing to begin the season. Um, you know, they start off 4-0, lost two straight, beat the Jets last week by all field goals. So I think, you know, they want to get back to that. You know, we're a really good football team. And the Patriots is talking about the Bills. The Bills. All right, I'm just making sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, not the not the Patriots. But, like, last week, just, you know, I love the Patriots because of Brady. So, you know, I kind of fake root for them still, especially when you put Cam there. And it's just like watching that last week. It was just so upsetting. I didn't even know The last meant. two weeks, it's been yeah. like, oh, my God, like, what man, is this? This is, it's, it's honestly sad. Um, I it's was very, I was really gonna go with the whole Bill Belichick, um, rarely under five hundred thing, but after watching last week and just seeing how the Bills won last week, I just think they're just a better team. They're talking trade rumors for players in uh, New England, so you know they might be <laughs> they might be kind of you know it was a joke at first them saying tank for Trevor once Brady left, but it might be like a you know we might be packing it up early, but right. I do like the Bills here. I'll take. Well, it's three. I saw the the hook here, but I'll, I'll take the, the the three here. I like the Bills. Yeah, I gotta I gotta lean with the Bills in this spot. Only reason I I, I won't like them is just uh, strictly because, um, like I said before in this podcast, and I'm I'm gonna keep repeating, I guess, every week until they get this shit together. But the Bills have kind of you know just gotten away from what they d- have done traditionally: good defense, running the ball. Like that's not what they're doing there. What are they right now in rushing yards per game? They are. Huh, 29th. 29th in rushing yards per game. 97. Yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, like that the, that was <laughs> that was what they did first. Like they ran the ball and was able to build all play action. Now like teams are not even afraid of the run. So, uh and it, it looks I mean the Patriots can't you can, you know, we saw the 49ers run on this team for the Patriots. So, uh but the Bills it doesn't look like they're able to and I don't know if that offensive line, I don't know I don't know what it is, but um yeah, uh so I, I just I got to lean with the Bills in this spot. Um Patriots obviously you know, you have the the whole, um, I guess, you know, aura around Bill Belichick and, you know, the the whole culture thing in, in Boston. But right now, man, they, they cannot score points at all. Like, it is, it's a, it's hard. It's a hard watch, like a very hard watch. So, but, um, and I, obviously I moved the, um, I don't know if you noticed this sound, man. I moved the number. So I haven't done since, usually I do Patriots since 03 because mm, that's as far as my, okay, uh, my, um, data, database goes. But I moved it to 2017 just because since then I feel like they just haven't been drafting as well. Like, um, obviously they, they haven't, you know, had the, the top tier talent that they used to get maybe with the Randy Mosses of the world. But so since 2017, um, Patriots 11, seven and one division games, um, eight and seven against the spread after a loss. I feel like that was the most 
uh, interesting one is just far as like you know when the Patriots after loss you, they used to come out and just you know smoke whoever but mm-hmm. they're only eight and seven against the spread after loss since during that time frame. Um, also wanted to point out point out uh, Cam Newton. Uh, 10, 12, and 1 on the road since that MVP season. So that's against the spread. 10, 12, and 1. 1 and 7 against the spread yeah, since 2018. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, yeah. And he had weapons on him in, in that 2018 season, although he was he was banged up. But um, he has no weapons here. And there's just there's just nothing going on with the pa- Patriots. So, um, yeah, we uh, Salman likes Bills. I like lean Bills. Uh, division game. Should be an interesting one. Titans minus six at Bengals. Uh, total is 54 and a half. Um, Titans were one of my best bets. I gave it on the podcast last week. We were so lucky to push. Um, I was just saying the sound, man. I think it came true, the, the, the actual handicap that I had, but it came true in the second half. So it, it'll, it gave us a push because uh, the first half they had nothing to give, which is awful. Uh, but Salman, how do you feel about this one? Titans favored by six. Uh, Joey covers once again. Just covered last week. Joey covers not covering this week. I like the uh, Titans here. I think um, there's a lot of teams motivated from their um, their last week's performance. Uh, obviously, we saw the Titans, you know, in Steelers game, one of the better games as well last week. But um, you know, they just didn't play a complete game. Um, granted, they were playing a great defense and just an overall great team so it kind of threw them off but um i don't think um the Bengals defense can do anything near um the same game plan which took the titans out of the game which is make them get off of the ball i don't think they can do that so i think the titans kind of just get back on track um and i just I think they're going to win by the six. I want to see them play a complete game, though. I've seen them, you know, have these lapses a few times, and that's why they're scoring all these points. they got to fight back to get in the game, or they letting somebody get back in the game. I think this could be a game where they just kind of dominate from start to finish. And um, lastly, who in the hell on the Bengals is going to tackle the king? I just don't know. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, there's some guys we don't know. This, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I looked at Washington last week. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? These random linebackers. But... Yeah, that's somebody might tackle him. Um, can you do me a favor? I was gonna say, uh, look up for me the most uh, missed field goals in the league uh, in 2020 so far. So with me, I lean with the Bengals in this spot. I just think Joey covers. He has the ability to just score um, with the with the best of them. Um, you know what I mean? Like he played the Browns last week. Obviously, we we look at the Browns as a good defense, but um, they have, they've given up a lot of points. They've given up. I mean, we'll get into that a little more in the next game. Uh, but they've given up a lot of points. Um, same thing for this Titans defense. Uh, and, I, and I feel what you're saying as far as, like, you're, you know I mean, the Bengals shouldn't be able to run the ball. Uh, you know I mean? They, they haven't been able to do it all season. But the Titans, you know, allow teams to run the ball. And we've seen uh, Joey Covers be able – and we're talking about Joey Burrow, uh, Joe Burrow out there if you're not uh, hip. Hmm. Joey Covers, um, we've seen him uh, just be able to, like, kind of sustain these long drives and convert – a third and short and things like that. The T Higgins of the world and the Tyler Boyd just making plays. So um, I'll lean with the plus six in this spot. And then I also wanted to just talk about um, the fact that the Titans kicker, like what's good with this guy, uh, Guskowski. So I mean, you're, you're looking that up right now, that stat about the missed field goals. But I did want to mention uh, Tennessee, um, six, six and one against the spread after loss under Mike Vrabel. Um, 14, 16, and 1 against the spread versus the AFC. Um, and like I said, their defense has been struggling 
23 and 26 in rushing yards. In opponents rushing yards and passing yards per game, so they're struggling there. But they're good on offense. But Salma, you found out yet? No, no. All right. Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll get back to that. But I mean, that just pretty much that's why I lean with that one. Um, the Bengals, I just feel like they can kind of you know just keep up with the best of them as far as scoring. Uh, seven and seven against the spread are the Bengals non-division games since uh, 2019. Nine and nine after a loss. Uh, th- three and five is the home dog, but most of those wins have come under Joey, or the, the, the later ones have come under Joey Covers. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but I, please just keep looking that up for me because I definitely want to get back to that as we talk about more of these games as well. Because kickers are been costing me uh, a little bit, a little bit of money, which is put not not losing money, but they just been causing me some pushes. So. Uh, that's actually interesting as we get into the next game. Next game, Brown, uh, Raiders at Browns. Browns favor about two and a half. Uh, <laughs> total is 54. Uh, I'll start with me on this one. Um, Browns were another one of my best bets last week. Minus three, another push. Those were <laughs> I got, I went one, zero oh, and two, two pushes last week. Uh, my best bet. So that sucks. But, um, I just think uh, this will stay away from me this week. I just really can't call it with both of these teams. I think the Raiders have the ability to, like, you know, kind of, um, you know, move the ball and, you know, uh, make some explosive plays. But, you know, they, they haven't been able to run the ball, and they, it doesn't look like they will be, too, And this, this Browns defense, which is top five in opponents rushing yards per game. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of going to be one dimension. And then the Browns, I'm just, you know, I thought last week was a good spot for them, but um, – you know, I'm kind of unsure, I'm kind of unsure about this week. Uh, if I if I did lean, it might be with the Browns, but uh, I'm I'm just not you know going to continue e- e- eating points with the Browns, especially with that field goal kicker. But uh, sound man, uh, how do you feel about this Before one? Before I go, I'll let you know. Um, since we're still talking kicker, and yep. that kicker messed you up last week. Forty four missed field goals so far this week, uh, this year. This year, forty four. It doesn't um tell you like who who missed the most. Yes, I did see okay. who missed the most. Brandon McManus and Stephen Goskowski are both tied with four. Brandon McManus. And I, that that, that kind of stood out to me as well. I'm like, I did not know he's out here missing. But he kicked so many. Excuse I me, guess. five is what they both missed. Uh, they missed both missed five. That's... Graham Gano missed the four. Okay, New York Giants. Yeah. Who's right. your guy that missed it last week? Uh, Joey Sly. Joey Sly. Yeah. Two for him. So, I mean, who, who the, just the, the top guys, basically, though. Gaskowski, uh, you said the other guy is, um, it's a shame McManus. we're talking about kickers. McManus. So, and the third is. Who's got this fourth? Gano. No, so the top three, so the Giants, kind of Titans, Broncos. Give me, give me the next team. Um, let's see who else is up here in numbers. It's okay if we just got those three. Yeah, everybody else is like one or two. I got you. So Giants, Titans, Broncos. Like you got to be, you have to be, you know, you know, uh, I guess a little safe when you're betting with those teams, or if you're betting with those teams, like a minus three or a plus three or a plus like. All these points matter, and if you're just missing, like that, and that's a morale kill as well. Like if you're just missing field goals, like and teams work so hard to get down the field, especially the teams that maybe they there aren't they aren't so great on offense, but their defense is really good. If their kicker is missing kicks, like we we just gotta leave these guys alone. So, um, you know, I just I just thought that was a very uh you know a very uh good good thing to throw out there this week. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Sound Man. Raiders at Browns. Uh, Raiders at Browns. Um, yet again, uh, another one of these potential Sound Man specials for me. I think uh, 
all in for the Raiders on um, this game. For some reason, I just always see um, Derek Carr just airing the ball out every yeah. single time I somehow catch a Raiders game. And I think uh, Brown's defense, I mean, you know, divisional game last week's points were scored. A lot of points were scored in Cincy. It was a very, um, very mucking game. But um, Muck it up, baby. They were mucking it up to, uh, I don't know. Wouldn't say two bad teams. I don't know what the Browns are, but I think the Brown. I think Browns are kind of in a bad spot here as well. You just lost Odell. Hooper's down. Um, the Chubb thing, I think, is still looming on them. You know, you're losing some of these offensive weapons. So, I just think these. Raiders, I think this is a good game for Gruden to travel across the states, have his team in here. Um, this is definitely a stat you always point out. Definitely a, a West Coast team playing a 10 o'clock game, so that'll be something to look at. But I just – I feel like this Raiders team is on a better trajectory right now than these Browns. So this is – I like I like the Raiders here. Yeah, I think Trent Browns might be a big, uh, you know, factor in this one as well. I mean, he barely plays these days, though. He's so out of shape as well. But um, he, he, he can block guys. So um, – mm-hmm. and I said block guys, as, you know, as well. But anyway uh, – <laughs> Yeah, so point out some stats. Uh, Browns ten eight and one against the spread as a home team uh, since you know Mayfield's gotten that starting position. Uh, 11, 11 and one non division games. Raiders twenty two and twenty against the spread as a road dog under David Carr. So uh, is it David Carr? Or is it Derek? Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. David Carr is probably still out there getting sacked somewhere. Um, 38-37-1 against the spread uh, is the Raiders under Derek Carr versus the AFC as well. So, But stay away from me. My next stay away is back-to-back. Hmm. Uh, Colts at Lions. Colts favor about two and a half. Lions, or oh, the total is 50 and a half. Sound, how do you feel? I'm staying away as well, oh, but okay, um, okay. this is the one I changed to. Prior to this, though, I do. If I had to pick, I'd pick Lions. This would have been another one, but I'm just not. I talk myself out of it. I can't be. I can't be this confident in the Lions. I don't think the Lions, even though I was just jokingly saying they might rattle off seven straight. I don't know about them winning three straight. Yeah. Plus, um, you know, Colts coming off a bye, I believe. They are. Yeah. So it's just like you know, hopefully, you know, someone talked to Phil Rivers. Obviously, they've been saying he's the reason why you know stuff is looking bad. But um, they, I mean, they won last game though. They came back and won. Yeah, the offense just isn't. Looking too good. They're kind of like um, how you were saying the Bills, Bills are. Right. Yeah, like they should be, you know, trying to run, run the ball. First, but defense. They're, they're not. So, I mean, their defense has been playing good. So, But the Lions, I mean, you know, what a big win. You know, you got to come out, win again. I don't know. But stay away from me. That's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, stay away. Now that more to think about it, though. Lions, do you have them, you know, as I think about it, are they going to win three in a row? Um, probably not. I mean, that's, that's you know, that's a stretch for the Lions, um, and especially under this regime. And then you got to think about it, the Colts are top, uh, you know, top two in defense right now. Uh, just overall, t- uh, top three in opponents rushing yards per game, top two in opponents passing yards per game. Uh, Lions have not been that great at passing the ball this year. They're 20th right now in the league. Um, and, yeah, I think just coming off such an exciting win and just like a crazy hoorah, like, you know, I usually bet against teams in that spot. Um, but the Colts, uh, you know, they, they will turn the ball over with Phillip Rivers, so I'm a little nervous in that spot. So two stayaways. Next game, Vikings at Panthers. Uh, Panthers. 
Packers. No, Vikings at <laughs> Packers. Packers favored by, it looks like seven now. It's up to seven now. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, total's 55. Uh, Sam, man, I'll start with me on this one. I like the Packers in this spot. Um, I'm sorry, my, my bestie, Mike Zimmer, man. It's just kind of like when you uh, you leave the club a little early, you got a little move. You know, as long as your man get home, everything's all right. You know what I mean? As long as you get home, Zimmer, everything's all right. But uh, I got to like the Packers in this spot. I just think overall, like, at first, Mike Zimmer was really good against Aaron Rodgers, especially under that Mike McCarthy era. Uh, is, I guess we kind of know the reason why now. But um, hmm. uh, but under this Matt, Lafle- Matt LaFleur era, they just haven't been as successful against the, this Packers team. It seems like um, LaFleur does something well that just kind of like counters what Zimmer does or has done in the past. So I, I like uh, you know the Packers in that spot. And then just from a general standpoint, the Vikings are bad. Um, they just traded their best defense alignment, who they just got this past uh, offseason, which is, uh, you know, I always forget how Giannis to pronounce it. Ogwakwe. Yannick Ogwakwe. Good job, sound man. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely tough. Uh, UMD Terp, uh, shout out to him. But um, he's tough. They just traded him. Uh, I think they're just kind of going to, you know, punt on the season soon. And uh, it's it's hard to convince guys in the locker room you're trying to win when you when – you, trade your best defensive player and you suck on defense so yeah. i think from a morale, morale standpoint guys just coming off the bye like i'm just trying to get to you know get to the offseason get my next deal so um I, I like the packers in this spot and then just overall you got the numbers with the packers too i mean they could run the ball they could throw the ball but um also against the spread just 60 40 uh and four uh pushes as well so 60 wins 40 losses four pushes as a home team are the Packers since uh, 08, which is Aaron Rodgers' first year, uh, first year starting. Um, and then, um, like I said, they could just throw the ball and run the ball. They're uh, top 10 in rushing yards per game are the Packers, and they are 14th in passing yards per game. So I'm going to go with the Packers in this one. I think uh, Matt LaFleur just kind of has this Mike Zimmer thing fi- figured out. Uh, Sam, how do you feel? Yeah, I think you just talked me into liking the Packers. I was just leaning that way because of the points. But then, you know, I really got to thinking the Vikings are, like, just overnight became a bad team. Like, just bad. Uh, like you said, traded away, you know, players. Um, you know, all, you, all it looks like is you, you got Dalvin Cook. You paid him, and it's just like, that's all I got is Dalvin. Kirk will eventually throw one to Thielen in the garbage time. But, you know, just going back to the last game, like the first game they played, was, I guess, in week one, and they got destroyed by them. Yep. And they were at home. So now you're back with these glaring stats that you just elegantly stated about them after a win or at home. It's just like, this is – they might not be, you know, in the same league as these Packers right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna like the Packers here. Shout out Matt Lafleur, former uh, Washington football team uh, coach, so. assistant, right? Something got a lot of successful of those in, uh, in the league. But uh, yeah. they want to point out my guy, Mike Zimmer, 30, 11, <laughs> 30 and eleven against the spread after a loss. Uh, the Vikings under Mike Zimmer, so nineteen and fourteen against the spread as a road dog as well. So I just wanted to point those stats out. But uh, we both like the Packers in this one. Next game, gotta lay the lumber here, baby. Jets at Chiefs. Chiefs favored by nineteen. What? Total is forty-eight and a half. Bro, what are you talking Sound about, man? man? What are you doing here? Uh, I'm just gonna not lay the lumber here, but I'm gonna like the lean Chiefs, shall I say? Um, right. 
the 19 is kind of is is nuts to me. Uh, we all know the Chiefs are uh, extremely better than the Jets, but I'm yep. just not taking any chances. I'm gonna just leave it at that. All right, uh, me, I just, I what did I lean with the Chiefs in this one on the sheet? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I couldn't lean with the Jets, of course, but I lean with the Chiefs. Just a lot of hella points. Um, you know, anything can go wrong. I, I, I remember taking the Jets like plus. 17 and a half against the Patriots last year and uh they were down 24 and backup quarterback through a pick six. It was, it was really just crazy. You know, I was lucky to cover there. It's just like it's just too many points. Um you know, all it takes is one guy to fuck up or one guy to you know what I mean, like muff the punt. It, it, you know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. gets too too much. So 19 points is too much for me. Um they don't even want you to tease us down. Would you tease us down at 12? Yeah, I, I might tease it down at 12 just because of, you know, the two touchdowns. But, um, mm. yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the Jets suck. We all know that. Um, they are 32nd in passing yards per game. It just seems like they can't get it together. 23rd in rushing yards per game. Um, oh, sheesh, just bad <laughs> stats. Uh, opponents passing yards per game, they're 24th in the league. And um, Chiefs just, you know, good across the board. Defense has played really good uh, the last few weeks. Um, had a pick six uh, and just a couple other turnovers as well this mm. past weekend. Um, rushing yards per game, Chiefs ninth in the league. They're 12th in the league in passing yards per game. So I'll lean with the Chiefs in this one. Um, they're 19-11-2 after a win under uh, Andy Reid and Mahomes. So... Yeah, we're just going to wear, you know, lean Chiefs. Did you lean or was it stay well? No, it was a lean for okay. me, but I want to point out the fact that uh, our friend in Paris is leaning Jets here. Okay, he's leaning Jets, and I totally understand why. The winless team with a lot of points, like, I, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. So, um, he told me he was fading them all year, though. So. Yeah, he did say that, too. So, uh, but <laughs> Jets, uh, no, no, no real against the spread. Five and ten against the spread after a loss. Two and six against the spread as a road dog. Five and nine uh, against the spread non division games under uh, Coach Adam Gase. So, uh, next game Rams coming off the Monday Night Football minus three and a half at Dolphins. Total is forty nine. Sam, how do you feel? Uh, this one uh, kind of made me think for a little bit. Uh, ultimately, I'm going to lean Rams. Um, I think the Rams, I still don't know who they are per se. Uh, prior to last week beating the Bears team who cannot score. Um, like I said, they haven't beat anybody in the outside of the NFC East. Uh, so you beat these Bears that, again, can't score. Now you have to play said Dolphins. I kind of just don't want to get caught up in the trap of, what is it, four and a half or is it three and a half? Uh, right now it's four and a half right now. Mm, um, I don't know. Also, the Dolphins coming off the bye, coming off the QB switch to the rookie. I don't know how much prep he has. We only seen him throw two passes, so it could either be really good or it could be a shit show. And I don't know which way it's gonna go. Last few games, um, prior to him, uh, that they've been putting up mad points like 43 and then 24 yet again without the rookie in and also they won two games in a row so it's just like is this like the lions for me are these dolphins who you don't expect to win three games in a row yeah, about to right. win three games in a row i do not know and because of that and me also not knowing who the rams are ultimately i'm just going to lean rams because they should have the better team i would love to see though um 
how they fare, this offensive line of the Dolphins fare against Donald, of course, and this rookie quarterback. So, Yeah, what's interesting is when I, when I always look at these stats, I always think about what a team played last. So the Dolphins, like their opponents passing and rushing yards per game, like they played the Jets last. So the Jets, you, you just got to think about like they probably moved up four spots on, you know, yeah. collectively on each. So I do think about that. Um, so if I factor that in um, – they're probably opponents rushing yards per game. They're really like 23rd. They should be. Uh, the Dolphins are. And the Rams like to run the ball. They are 7th in the league right now, rushing yards per game, averaging over 135, a little over that. Um, just overall, just I think the Rams are just in a good spot. You're going against a rookie quarterback. Uh, the offensive line is, you know, it's now, you know, now one that I think of as far as the top, you know, top unit by any means. Um, you know, they're still in, you know, they traded away their best offensive lineman last year, Larry, Larry, uh, Larry Tunsil. So, um, I think that the Rams, you know, are maybe in a good spot from that standpoint. They are traveling East. Uh, I believe this is a 1 PM game, but they've done well from that standpoint. I feel like they've come East coast so many times this year. They're doing something right. Mm-hmm. Um, Rams 12 and nine against the spread is a role fave since 2017. So that's under head coach Sean McVay. Uh, 21 and 18 uh, in one push against the spread non-division games and you know they play in a tough division so um, mm. yeah I think they're just the Dolphins uh, just you know I mean do we expect them to win three in a row I think they do have better coaching than the Lions do for sure mm. uh, I believe in Brian Flores but um uh, I just think the Rams are a good team and then I think that right now it's at four and a half it's probably going to go up to five and a half and then um it, once you get in that territory, Sean McVay, uh, tw- 23 and 3 against the spread, uh, a favorite of five or more points, mm. and by a average margin of victory of over two touchdowns. So, um, yeah, if he gets to five and a half, Sheesh. it's like, yo, he's winning by over 14 points, and he barely loses against the spread. So, mm. Uh, yeah, Sean McVay might be uh, might want to roll with the Rams in that one. Um, next game, <laughs> uh, Stiller. Oh, this is a big one, baby. Stiller's at Ravens. Ravens favored by three right now. Total is 47 and a half. And our friend from Paris has uh chimed in with a pick. Um, he likes Ravens minus three. Um, he d- said he's doesn't give want to give too much on it, but he just feels like it's a bad spot for the Steelers back-to-back road games, especially considering that they played so many home games uh, mm-hmm. uh, to begin the season. And then the uh, Ravens with um, John Harbaugh off a of bye are 9-3 and three versus the spread. Uh, is that... Is that what it, is that that can't be true? Nine and three. Oh yeah, off of a bye though. He's been there since okay, that's not okay. Yeah, yeah, rest yeah. advantage. That's nine and three. So Ravens with Harbaugh off of a bye, nine and three versus the spread. <laughs> um and then he just also mentions again two consecutive tough road games for Pittsburgh in his spot. Sound man, how do you feel? Love the Steelers here. Um this is yet again um another one of the teams that are in play for the Sound Man special. I think out of all of them, this is probably the most confident one I'm uh, believing in. Um, Many reasons for me. Um, I'll start by saying, I'll I'll give out the something's got to give stat first. All right. Right. Ravens number one in the NFL, rushing the ball. Ooh. Steelers number two in allowing teams to rush. So 163 obviously being number one and only allowing 68 for the Steelers. Something's got to give there. I've seen these Steelers... Like, 
pretty much take my guy Henry out of the game for the most part. Very, very, very hard hits all across the board uh, last Sunday. Um, so I think if they can do that to six, what, two, three, four, however you want to call them, I think they can do that against these Ravens. Granted, they are coming off the bye. They should be a little more rested. I know um, Ingram's been looking banged up. Supposed to be the J.K. Dobbins show, but obviously, you know, majority of those yards are coming from um, Lamar, and um, I think these guys can get to Lamar, put pressure on Lamar. Obviously, his passing numbers aren't looking too good, so if you get the pressure there and make sure you just don't allow him to escape, I think you're in a good spot. I think actually coming off such a, a good win that they did last week um, and even letting the Titans back into the game, I think they kind of want to come out and even play better than what they did and see if they can dominate even more, especially against a Ravens team that swept them last year. Even more added motivation for them to get this win. On the road, there's fans in Baltimore. I love the Steelers here. We're waiting for uh, the NFL to move this game to the Sunday night football <laughs> slot. Right. And we're going to have a great Sunday night game. So I love the Steelers here. Potential Salman special. I love them. They definitely should move that to the Sunday night spot, which is right currently. Cowboys and Eagles, both teams it'll under five hundred. Um, but yeah, for me, I lean with the Steelers in this spot. Um, just I saw a lot. I saw a lot of good things from the Steelers uh, last week. Um, and when you talk about their their motivation of getting swept from a you know division rival, you definitely want to come out and win the game. And we've seen the Ravens off of a bye. Last time we did was. Um, but you know that Titans game, that playoff game last year, which they lost, so um, flat, very flat in that spot. So I think um, Lamar is one of those guys. Just you got to keep the engine running, like you don't want it to get you know mm. cool off. So um, I, uh, you know, I, I lean with the Steelers in this spot, and then um, like you said, they, they they do have the ability to stop the run. Um, and then, um, you know, obviously Lamar hasn't been totally healthy this full year with the knee. Mm -hmm. So while I think he, you know, he's healthy enough to run, uh, once you get hit a couple of times, you might just be like, uh, we might want to, you know. And then the last <laughs> thing is just, I feel like if the Steelers are able to get that ball first and, you know, kind of drive how they drove uh, on the Titans last week, control the clock. Um, get the ball back with maybe about seven minutes left in the first quarter. Mm. Is Lamar Jackson gonna be able to like co consistently throw the ball to keep up? Um, I I don't I don't think so. It, it, it's yet to be seen. So uh, I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Steelers in this spot. Um, and then um, yeah, opponents passing yards per game too. They're all they're, they're six in the league, so only allowing two seventeen. Uh, <laughs> uh, division games. Uh, we just mentioned Harbaugh. Uh, after a bye, yeah. but division of games, they are the Ravens, 37, 35, and 5 under Harbaugh. Um, the Steelers, 26, 17, and 1 against the spread is a road dog under Tomlin, Mike Tomlin. And they are 45, 34, and 4 against the spread division games. So, um, yeah, th this is going to be a hell of a game, though. I'm, I can tell you that. Uh, what, uh, I'm total, I don't, you know, no. I would definitely probably tease tease uh, the total up and as well as the Steelers on this one. Though. Something to look for yep. um, is who is leading at halftime because I think there is some crazy stat out there for Lamar. It says he's zero and ten or zero and eleven when trailing at halftime. At halftime, so that's that's going to be something to watch for as well. 
Look at Soundman with the uh, the live betting action, just, just ready to go, just, ready, just letting you know. Soundman, he's getting the fans, fan just coming around just at, right, at around nine thirty p.m. when it's going to halftime. We're, we're gonna we're gonna talk this night game into existence at around nine thirty ten. Nine thirty, wow. Look look for him if they up or not. You know, get your phones out. Yep, and last thing, Ravens under Harbaugh, uh, 42-45-2 against the spread as a home favorite. So, wanted to point that out before we move on. Next game, Chargers, minus three at the Broncos. Uh, total is 45. I'll start with me in this one, Sound Man. Um, I, li- I like the Broncos in this spot. I think you got, a you know, still a young rookie quarterback, um, you know, who, who's, you know, he, he's incredible right now. I think he, you know, he's up to Mahomes ilk, but he's, he's so tough, but... Um, this is going to be a tough game on the road against a tough defense, an underrated defense, I think. Um, and then as well as you got that that altitude that's going to come into play. So if you if you want to bet the Broncos, personally, I would probably go first half on this one, just because you know. Um, and also, don't you know, Anthony Lynn isn't on my my top tier of best coaches or anything by any means. So um, I just think the Broncos. Uh, going to be, you know, motivated after, you know, I guess a bad loss last week. Uh, and they brought Denver under head coach Vic Fangio, who's a defensive guy, eight and four against the spread after a loss. Their defense is good. And, I you know, there's some talk about Drew Locke, I guess. But I kind of like Drew Locke. Like, I think he's OK. Like he just, you know, this is maybe is what? Tenth start, maybe like maybe eighth, really. But um, I think you know he had some game under him. He he uh, you know he threw the ball okay the last couple of weeks. So as far as yardage, so I, and I think he has the the ability to convert third downs. Noah Fan may not play though, so that's a very big deal for for the young quarterback and um in Denver. But um, yeah, I like I like the Broncos with the altitude, but um, I love it in the first half. So uh, Sal, how do you feel? I too um like the. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like the Broncos here. Um, I do want to reiterate, though, uh, Justin Herbert is definitely a baller. Um, Rome, I think you'll be happy that, you know, you just Our gave. friend in Rome. Yeah, just both of us gave Herbert some love. But obviously, I've been on his side. Professional but, uh, quarterback. Professional quarterback, for sure. I think this is a bad spot for them. It's definitely, um, it seems like this is a good week. Uh, a lot of divisional games, but, you know. Divisional game for them going to Denver. Don't let it snow again. You know, what? what, what is uh, this quarterback? Oh, from, yeah, uh, it's going to be cold. Well, this quarterback from what he played? Um, Oregon. Oregon, you know. Oh, it might not be too much for him. Yeah, but I mean, he's been in LA lately. Hawaii, I don't know. Nonetheless, um, hey, I just think his, um, his offensive firepower kind of uh, – slows down this week just because of that altitude for Denver. Really nothing more, nothing less than I'm looking at that's swaying me the other way. I just think, you know, this is a, you know, it's all playing the Broncos is always a tough game, no matter who you are. So I think kind of just slows down. It's going to be an ugly four o'clock CBS game. Something to watch if they start throwing the ball, but I don't think it's going to happen. I too want to say I like Drew Locke as well. Um, You know what? I'm going to go from a like to a lean because we just talked about <laughs> these field goal kickers and McManus has missed four, even though he's a really good field goal kicker, it yeah. feels like. But, I mean, I guess when you got to keep putting him out there to the kick so many, he's bound to miss a few. So, uh, I'm going to stay away from those 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 kickers that, you know, can't make, you know, spe- you know it's, it's tough. So, I'm going to uh, just lean with the Broncos in this spot. Uh, but that first half, though, is still intriguing to me. So, uh, next game, Saints at Bears. Bear, uh, Saints, Bears favorite. Ha! Saints favored by, it's not two and a half anymore right now. It's, what is it now? It's four. Saints favored by four. 
Um, total is 47. Sound man, what do you think about this one? Uh, like the Saints here. Didn't know it was four, but yeah. I'm, I'm still going to like the Saints here. Uh, all year I've been complaining as to how and why the Bears record at, is what it was or was what it was. Right. Didn't know how they were winning. Um, but I think just last night kind of showed it. Uh, it's just like, you guys aren't good. You guys shouldn't be, what are they, five and two still? Five and two, yeah. It's just like, you know, the, you can't do anything on offense. I've seen a stat that said uh, this is the first time since the Super Bowl era that the Bears haven't rushed for over 65 yards in like three consecutive games. They're awful, yeah. Yet again, this is another team that we can uh, bunch into, like we said, uh, the Bills. And who was the other team that we said is supposed to run the ball but just can't right now? Um, We said the Bills. Somebody and... else, man. Yeah, the Bills and the Colts. Bills and the Colts. Bills and the Colts. Um, so, you know, Bears, obviously, you know, you running the ball to take it away out of uh, Trubisky's hand. Trubisky's not your, your starter anymore. Nagy, you're supposed to have these creative plays. None of that was on display last night. And I think that's just, like, the story of what the Bears are this season. Now you have the Saints uh, on the road, but... Michael Thomas is finally going to play, probably. Um, uh, we don't know. I mean, they said he might be out this he's week, He's still hurt? Wow, didn't know. Um, sheesh, Saints coming off a bye. So I'm just going to give it to Sean Payton coming off the bye against Mad Nag. I'm going veteran coach. I did this about two weeks ago, and it kind of backfired against me. But I'm going to just trust it again this week. And also trust the fact that these Bears show me who they are, and they're just not good. Yeah, I, I lean with the Saints on this pick, but uh, I'm gonna like it. Um, I, I just, I just, there's no way I could bet the Bears right now. I mean, they just, they just can't. Like offensively, they they haven't been good. I mean, Nick Foles is extremely streaky, but it's, it usually comes late in games. Like, and they, you know, that that Bears defense, they they're good, but they get tired after a while. Like, you can't just keep them out there. Like, you know, you run three plays and they're back out there. Like, mm-hmm. guys get tired, so. Um, and that, that also affects morale. We saw a lot of penalties out of this this defense last mm-hmm. night, the Bears. So um, I just think the Saints have is going to have the ability um, to eventually start moving the ball as, as, as tired as that, you know, once that Bears defense gets tired. And then um, Nick Foles, I don't think he's going to be able to do anything. I mean, <laughs> just overall, uh, they're last in the league in rushing yards per game of the Bears, 25th in passing yards per game. Um, and they, they just uh, do not look like a competent offense. And then... Um, the Saints, you know, they're not the greatest on defense anymore, but I feel like this is a spot where they can be great. Just yards per play, the Bears are really bad. Uh, I didn't check today, but before yesterday, they were about, um, I think they were 29th in the league. And that's really, you know, offensively, if your yards per play are down to 30, if, you know, you're not going to do too much against teams. So I, I love the Saints in this one. I think they'll be able to uh, throw the ball, um, you know, and then run the ball late. So, um, and you know, 16 and two against the spread in October since 2016. Oh, and two since, since we since pulled that stat out, right? <laughs> oh, and two since we pulled that stat out. But regardless, um, it shows that they do something well in the month of September. It shows they do some things well. October. That, yeah. I mean, yeah, the month of October rather, but, um, and this is just a good spot for them bears on a, um, a short week rest. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, the, um, you know, Saints, they got it in this one. But Saints, 74-69-3 against the spread after a win um, under this 
I forget all these fucking coaches. Sean names. Payton. Sean Payton, not McVay. Sean Payton mm-hmm. and Drew B- Drew Brees era. So um, they're in a good spot there. Uh, but the Bears under Matt Nagy, 18 and 13 against the spread versus the NFC. So hmm. we'll see how they do in that spot. Here's a good one, though, Sal, man. NFC West guy. Hmm. 49ers at Seahawks. Seahawks favored by three. I- I'll keep it with me on this one. I like the Seahawks in this spot. I think the 49ers are not not as good as they you know were last year, obviously. I think many people would agree with that one. But um, I just think just overall, they just continue to get injured and injured and more people and more people. It's just it's too much to, to bear. And I know the Seahawks are obviously dealing with some injuries as well with the running backs. Mm-hmm. But let's be clear, like at this point, like they don't run through the running back anymore. They run through Russell Wilson. And the the last couple of opponents that the 49ers have played, remind me, they played Patriots last week. Who did they play the week before that? Do you remember? Um <laughs> Can't remember, but they won. I think it was a vision game. It was, a, it was the Rams. It was the Rams. It was the Rams. It was the Rams. Probably so, that um, was the Jets. you had uh, two quarterbacks that actually, um, oh, while ooh. I like Jared Goff, um, he's not the guy that's going to take advantage of that, that, um, that 49ers defensive backfield. Like a Fitzpatrick has took care of, like just, you know, just throw the ball and just, you know, really kill him. Russell Wilson is that guy. Like he will throw the ball and just toss it around. Obviously, you know, especially with the fact that they don't. I'm not sure who who runs the ball in this game. So, um, I think the Seahawks take advantage, and they're coming off a loss, which you know, a really tough loss. Um, so I think they'll be prepared. Russell Wilson just one of those guys who's going to get the guys to go. Um, obviously, defensively they suck, especially um, opponents passing yards per game. Seahawks are last in the league, but um, this team, 49ers, like to run the ball. They they don't throw over the top. Um, so I like the Seahawks in this one. Sound mighty feel. Uh well I put two bad uh what did they be saying? Well I put two bad jumps next to each other and compare them. Um, you know, uh NFC West guy for sure. Sadly, it's sad that I'm an NFC West guy. Right. Uh, NFC East all my life. Nonetheless, uh I'm leaning a very, very, very slightly leaning towards the Seahawks on this one. All right. I think um very big game for the 49ers. Um, this division is neck and neck right now. You win this game for the 49ers, you got five wins like the rest of them. So I think you have a really strong suit as to why you should win this game. Um, also, we all know Seahawks just lost. A very tough loss. Um, so I'm kind of off the mindset of are they going to lose two straight? Um, not I don't think so. I think this is going to be a, like last week, a very close, tightly contested game. Comes down to the end. I'm thinking like a 31 to 30 type of game here for the Seahawks. So that's why I'm leaning with, you know, not going to take the points. Um, one thing I want to look at or want to point out 49ers are undefeated on the road so far. So, you know, this is their fourth, Much on the road than at home. fourth road game. Um, but every week they're getting hurt. Like, you know, you bring in a running back to replace the running back to replace the running back to replace the no, running back. that's fact. So it's just like, and they just keep getting hurt. This has to be a Jimmy Garoppolo game. This has to be a Kittle game if the Niners want to win. And, you know, uh, the glaring stat obviously is that, you know, they're, the Seahawks are still last in the NFL in allowing passing yards. So it could happen, but I just don't ultimately see the Seahawks losing two straight. So I will slightly leaning Seahawks. Yeah. Yep. And 49ers under um, the Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, 17 and 10 against the spread as a road team since 2017. So 
that that'll that'll go in your favor. Fifteen and twelve against the spread after a win. And um, Seahawks, we said they struggle as the home fave since 2017 when they um, kind of got rid of their leg- uh, Legion of Boom and gave the keys to Russell Wilson. 8-12-1 uh, and one against the spread as the home fave during that span. 7-11-1 against the spread, division games. And um, overall, division games for the NFC West, the, 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 the road team does seem to cover those, mm-hmm. so... Um, but I think the Seahawks, good spot for them in this one. And um, I, I'll take a minus three right there. Money line should be pretty low, too. I want to th- point that out. It's probably like 160 or so. So if you're if you're about that action, but I'm, I'm not about that action. Man. Um, Cowboys at Eagles, Sunday night football for now, for now, for now. Uh, Eagles favored by three and a half, seven and a half. At, yeah, I'm not going to name the name of the place, but seven and a half that I've seen uh, somewhere. So, Jesus. Uh, Interesting. So from that standpoint, uh, I was uh, I'll go with me. Um, I like the Eagles in the spot, minus three and a half. I think the Cowboys are just bad. Uh, they're going to be bad. I don't. Their quarterback is out of. Uh, I have no idea. This guy um, out, out of a fucking uh, Goodfellas movie, man. Danucci. I don't know. Danucci. Danucci. Yeah, he so, said he's uh, a baller. Allegedly, but um, I've, it's yet to be seen. Right. And um, I'll just go with the Eagles with the uh, defensive line. They can you know kind of get out to the quarterback. Uh, Cowboys offensive line has been struggling. They do get Zach Martin back. I think I saw today, but uh, hmm. yeah, just one man. One man is not gonna, um, you know, say that that shit show. So I, I'm gonna go with the Eagles, the three and a half, and it, like I said, it's at seven and a half at, at, at a spot or two that I've seen. So if you like the Eagles, take them right now, the three and a half. Sam, how do you feel? Uh, my real division, um, divisional game. Um, as I say on this podcast all the time, I measure you. Um, let me start by saying I love the Eagles here, but um, I measure you obviously on <laughs> <laughs> measure you on what you do against my Washington football team. Right? At least the Eagles could put up seventeen points on us. Right. These Cowboys, granted, you know we all know Dak's gone. Three points against my Washington football team. Like we had guys making plays. That are just being like, you know, people are blowing up Ezekiel Elliott. And they're like, who is this guy that blow up, blew up Ezekiel Elliott? Cole Holcomb, shout out to him. But it's just like, we have guys. Holcomb like, did. That was the guy. That was like, him. Holcomb is balling. So, I really didn't even want to say too much. The Eagles, I mean, the Cowboys just look terrible against um, us. And, you know, we beat the Eagles. And, you know, who knows if Andy Dalton's playing or not. Yep. So, you know, people are checked out. They've been checked out in Dallas. You know, all the stuff's coming from the locker room. You know, we don't want to leak it, and then you go out there. And you got they look dejected, like they did not want to. They did look like they did not yeah, want to be there for sure. Um, uh, trade away Everson Griffin as well today. So it's just like, <laughs> is the fire still happening now or not? So, Eagles should sadly handily beat this team, um, maybe just as bad as we did. So, love the Eagles here, like I said. Yeah, love the Eagles uh, all around. Um, uh, Eagles eleven and five against the spread division games uh, under with Carson Wentz. So <laughs> since twenty sixteen, did want to point that out. Cowboys, I don't you know, I don't really want to give out their numbers. They, you know, they're new, different coach, different quarterback, different quarterbacks. It's like whatever, man. We're gonna they're, they're gonna struggle. So uh, we 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 like the Eagles in that spot. And like I said. It's at seven and a half in some places, so if they're giving you three and a half, take it if you like the Eagles. Last game, Monday Night Football, Bucks at Giants. Bucks favored by 11 right now. Is it still 11? Double check on that. Bucks favored by... My shit keeps going up. 
Calculate this now. Bucks favored by 11 right now, currently. Yes, it's still true. And uh, totals 46 and a half. So, man, I'll start with me. <laughs> I love the Bucks in this spot, and I hate biting points, but um, I love the Bucks in this spot. And um, since it's 11, let's buy the point. Let's get it down to 10, just in case we got to get a bullshit push like we did last week. But let's get it down to 10, Bucks minus 10. Um, the thing is, the Giants, like, I, I, I can kind of bet them at home, but uh, I do not bet them. I mean, I can kind of bet them on the road uh, if I feel they're in a good spot. I cannot bet them at home. They are god-awful against the spread at home. So they are six wins, 20 losses, and one push against the spread as the home team since 2017. Uh, that That's awful. That's with fans, without fans. They're, they're terrible uh, in med life. I don't know what it is. Um, and I just think the Bucks. Hitting on all cylinders right now. I know Godwin's not going to play, so that 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 might can affect uh, you know the ten points. But um, the Scotty Millers of the world. There was this other guy I saw. I think cut a touchdown this um, this past weekend. Um, who looks like he's replaced the Justin Watson of the world. Gronk is back on track. They can run the ball and um, Giants. While I think they do have uh, a pretty good defense, um, it, it's 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 eventually going to start fall off with, with the more you know tougher opponents that they play. So, um, and they have also been dealing with some injuries across the board with linebacker and defensive end. So, I, I love the Bucks in this spot. Um, I did want to point out Bruce Arians. I thought this was an interesting stat. Bruce Arians is a head coach, 16-8 and eight against the spread as a role favorite. Um, you know, I just thought that was really good. Like, I don't, I don't think of him as one of the greatest coaches in the world, but um, I thought that was really good. Seven and five against the spread as a road team by the Bucks since mm. 2019. Brady's helped that out with a couple of against the spread wins this year. But Sam, how do you feel? Uh, I was leaning Bucks, and for some reason, once you said I'm biting them points, I said, you know what, fuck it, I'll bite them too. I think um, yet again, Giants in my division, very bad team. Um, I think this is a bad spot for them. I don't know, you know, Saquon or not. I don't yep. know. I don't know why you put this on Monday night. We don't want to see this. I don't think we would have thought by any means. I don't know why anyone would think the Giants would have been decent enough to have them on Monday night by like week eight. Nonetheless, um, <sighs> love Tom Brady. He's getting in rhythm, guys. I've been saying, you know, that's my guy. It's gonna take some a while to get in rhythm. You know, you're naming these random guys, the Scotty, whatever the other random guy is. This is like this yeah. is like he's in New England, right? Throwing to these random guys, except he just happens to have a Mike Godwin, oh, excuse me, a Mike Evans and a Chris Godwin in front of like the other random bums. That's <laughs> why a guy goes out, Evans is hurt, Godwin's is hurt. Like we're still throwing four or five TDs a game. Uh, and I think simply, you know, the points, it's going to be like, we're just uh, showing out the Bucks are. This is their fourth of five uh, primetime games um, for the season. Right. Uh, next week makes five in a row for them on national TV. So they're just spoiling us with the Bucks. Um, and I don't, I don't think everyone should know now. I mean, the Bucks defense has been playing really well. Um, I'm happy for all of this. Uh, Limelight for the Bucks for Levante David because he's just been popping off the screen every single game. So every game, I'm happy to see it for them. I love the Bucks here. I actually probably would bite the point too because you never know. But I think they're just gonna have fun at the Meadowlands on Monday. Go Bucks! The Meadowlands. Yeah. 
All right, so that's all the games on the slate this week. Uh, time for tease me picks. Uh, sound man, I guess I'll start with me on this one. I don't know if you're looking. I yeah, haven't looked. Look, yeah. All right, so Sorry. I have looked. Um, right now, well, not right now. This is going to be my teaser pick. I'm going to go, and mind you, teasers, I feel like I'm, I'm three or four in all the last few uh, few weeks. So, But I'm going to go with Stillers um, plus 10. So they're plus four right now. I'm going to go Stillers plus 10. And then the second one is always the toughest. Do I go through a point? Rome would recommend me not doing that. My, <laughs> my our good friend in Rome would recommend me not doing that. Although I did, I did successfully hit it last time. I did, um, but since they don't have their number one receiver, maybe not. All right, so I will go. I said Steelers plus ten and Packers minus a half a point. Salman, what are you? What are you going? Tease me, pick. I'm gonna go, even though none of the, um, you know, this is a, what you've told me as well. Don't do these, but I'm gonna take these Titans to be a pick'em. All right. And he's gonna go through a point. Yeah, you know? I'm gonna do Titans as a pick'em. And huh, the last one is harder. Right? The last one's always hard. Mm. Calculate the sound. Everybody does a Jeopardy. I'm more in the calculator myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with, I'm gonna ride with Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron Rodgers must have. So what's the other one? Uh, Packers must have a point, and Titans is a pick 'em. And Titans is a pick 'em. So Titans is a pick 'em. Packers must have a point. Mm-hmm. For me, Packers must have a point. And what was my other one? The other one was Steelers. Steelers plus ten. Tease me picks, and now best bets. This is Omatic, a.k.a. Salman, and these are the best bets for the week. Our friend in Paris, best bets, is the Bears total under 22.5 points, which is at minus 117. He likes the Ravens minus 3, and he likes the Rams minus 3.5. Our friend in Rome likes the Raiders plus 2.5. He also likes the Rams minus 3.5. And he likes the San Francisco 49ers plus three. Keese's best bets are as well the Raiders plus two and a half. And as well the Rams minus three and a half. P's best bets are the Packers minus six and a half. The Eagles minus three and a half. Tampa's first half of minus four and a half. And he likes the Denver's first quarter of plus a half a point. As stated earlier, I like a lot of dogs this week. The Soundman special for the week was going to be the Raiders, but we already have two gentlemen that are riding for the Raiders this week. So, the Soundman special for week eight are the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Baltimore Ravens. (laughs) 